right, welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show. We have lots to talk about. I got something going. I got something cooking here. This is the big leagues. It's New York. I said I was in the worst neighborhood, man. I said I had a near-death experience. Crazy? Robert, if you've been through what I've been through in the past month, you'd be, you'd be crazy too. Welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show. What do we have here? April 19th. 2022, summer is right around the corner. Right now, it's the best time. This is it, especially when you live up, you know, on the northeast part of America here. When you start seeing the leaves, that little green stuff, that, you know, the flowering of the trees, and you know the leaves haven't come out yet, and it's right here at this time, this is is the best. Because you know the summer's coming. Summer's the best. Girls in bikinis, right? Girls wearing half nothing. It's, it's, I mean, going out to dinner. It's beautiful people all over the place, outside, right? Can even have a little sex. Maybe you won't have sex in the pool. I'm not sex in the pool type guy. Can't do it. Maybe in the you know when I was younger, but right now, sex in the pool does absolutely nothing, nothing for me. Yesterday we didn't do a show. We had an interview, Christian Migliori. He authored this book, The Hungry Young Man. And you know what? I got to tell you, it's a great time to write a book like this because, boy, does America need real men. And that's what the interview is about. That's what the book is about. Excellent guy. Check it out. Go on our YouTube page. Go on our Rumble page. Absolutely great. And I was thinking about this, talking about men, right? If you could be, and it has to be a sport that's previous, right? You know, obviously, but if you could be so stupid. You could be one guy out of the three here just to live in their shoes, say, for one year straight to see what it's like. And it has to be in their prime. And the three guys are this. It's Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, or Mike Tyson. That's it. That's the guys right there. Excuse me. I just got something in my eye. Right there. Who would it be? Now think about this for a second here. Michael Jordan is the best of the best in sports. I don't care. Better than Tom Brady. Better than, oh man, when Mike Tyson was at his peak. Even Tom Brady. Tom Brady's got seven Super Bowls. He's got more championships, I believe, than, than Michael Jordan does. So it's really hard to say that. But he lost two. Michael Jordan never lost. Now, if you're talking about just probably getting vagina, Tom Brady, right? I mean, the guy, if he was single, forget it. Guy's married. Imagine if he wasn't married and he was out on the town doing his thing. Unbelievable. Best Michael Jordan. I don't know. I think it has to be Mike Tyson, and I'll tell you why. Because not only is he the best that it's ever, ever been in my life that I've ever seen at that moment, you know, at his peak in his prime, but there's also a different type of you know, when you're around people, when you're Mike Tyson, as com- in comparison to, say, Michael Jordan or Tom Brady. When Mike Tyson was around people, not only people were in awe of him, but people feared him. You know, there's a different kind of power that comes with that fear for being Mike Tyson. Right? You walk in a room, nobody's fucking with you. Nobody's doing stupid little jokes. Right? Nobody's coming up, you know, and slapping you. Hey, let's go. Slapping you in the back or whatever. Or trying to clown you at all. You are never getting clowned. 
if you're Mike Tyson. You never clown Mike Tyson. So you do. Could be the end of you. Just like this. Goodbye. One quick uppercut. And you're at the hospital. God, it's, it's really, it's unbelievable. So I don't know. To me, could, Jordan though too, right? I don't know. What do you think is the better thrill? Is it Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl at that moment? Is it Michael Jordan winning the NBA championship at that moment? Or is it Mike Tyson knocking somebody out down to the ground quick? Like that. It's got to be Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson without a doubt. Probably, you know, in my opinion. All right. So what else? What else is going on? So over the weekend for Red's birthday, my girlfriend Red, we go into New York City. Now we used to do this all of the time. The place is a complete dump, New York City, the last times we were going. So I said, listen, let's give it another shot. It's your birthday weekend. Let's go in. This is what we like to do. We go in early, get some breakfast, right? We smoke some weed, walk around, get a mimosa at the breakfast, maybe a Bloody Mary. Then we walk around after that, find little places that we could get like maybe an appetizer here, a couple of shots, a drink, try it out, bam, right to the next one. And we just, that's what we do. And we do it from the from the West Village all the way, you know, to Central Park. And we'll stop at different places. We'll stop near the park. We'll do whatever it is. We get trashed. We take the train in. Do whatever it is that we're going to do. So I I asked her if she wanted to do it. And the first thing she says to me, I'm not going in that shithole. I was like, oh, God. And, and you know, you sit there, you say, I can't really, you know, I wanted to go. It's her birthday, so I really can't put the, you know, the hammer down. And say no this is what we're doing that's the end of it but i'm not saying i would do that but that's more, you know a lot of times to get shit done that's what you got to do in a relationship you got to just take the, you know you got to take the lead so i was trying to you know convince her a little here a little there and finally she's like yeah let's go so we get in and that's exactly what we did is exactly what i said as soon as we get in we get a shot somewhere at some sushi place did a shot of tequila then we went into the village got something to eat, another shot. We went into this place, this bar that we love. It's called the Blind Tiger. Had a beer there, sour. It was absolutely great. But the city itself, it's just lost that vibe. It's still exactly how it was when I left. There's homeless people all over the place. There's drug addicts all throughout the park. There was this one side of Washington Square and it ran, you know, parallel to a street. So as you're walking down the sidewalk, you there's a little bit of bushes and then there's the park right there and you can see everything. It was just a row of drug addicts, like oblivious, walking around, uh, don't even know where they are, huh? you know, and they sit there. Huh? And it, it almost looks like they're gonna fall down, but then they, you know, they don't, they just move a little more. You actually saw people smoking crack, you actually saw people shooting up, sitting on the benches. It's the most ridiculous thing. It was unbelievable. So, you know, you see a lot of the homeless, you're seeing a lot of drug addicts, and then, you know, there's another thing that has just completely taken over the city, and it's a freak show. You know, Red said it best, which is like, I feel like people are trying to outdo each other on how freakish they can possibly be. And I looked around like, yeah, look at this. It is a complete freak show. How they're dressed, their earrings, you know, some of you have these people have these earrings, which I, I gotta tell you, I don't know how people do it. When you put the earring in your ear and then you keep putting a bigger one and a bigger one and the next thing you know, you have a big space in your earlobe. It's one of the most disgusting 
disgusting things that I've ever seen. I don't know why people would ever do such a thing. I don't know. Who thinks, what do you think that's good for? What are you doing? You look in the mirror and you say, wow, I, that, that, I feel better about myself looking you know, at my ears being like that with big, huge holes in them. I can't even look at the people. You know, some people, when they look like crazy, you can do a double take and say, wow, that is really crazy. These people with the things in the ears can't even do a double take. See you later. Goodbye. Don't go. I can't even look at you. I want to throw up. I want to vomit when I see it. I don't. I, I really just. I just don't understand. So, we. I mean, we had a good time, but it wasn't. I don't. know, We took an edible too, which felt like it didn't kick in. She found them in her pocketbook. I don't know where. How you know? She's like, I don't know. I don't remember. I put them in my pocketbook sometime. Maybe it was in North Carolina or whatever. So we took them, but didn't feel anything. But again, it's just it, it's just a terrible, terrible place. It used to be the creme de la creme. It's right back to the way it was in the 80s. So we did that. Then we went out to dinner or whatever. We're smoking, drinking the whole weekend. You know, that's how it goes down. And especially, when, you know, I'm 48 years old. I don't have young kids. I'm sitting there and you're like, okay, well, what do you want to do? I could stare at my girlfriend for, on Saturday and Sunday or we can go out and get fucked up. I don't know. Kind of makes a lot of sense on, you know, what, I, what we're doing. So anyway, something else that I wanted to talk to you about that I've been listening to, and Steve Harvey's been saying it forever, and it's a vision board. I always hear him say it, and I, I always just, you know, I, I got to do I got to do you know, something. That's what I got to do. I got to do this. And, you know, you put it in your notes in your Apple phone, but then you don't look at your notes because you know it's there and you're like, oh, I know it's there and then I'm going to have to do it and then I'm not ready to do it yet, so you don't even open it. So it's like, why did I even put it in there? But anyway, I finally started a vision board. And what that is is it's just a list of things that you want, you know, within a year out of your life. And he says you got to list 300 of them. I'm up to like 18. I can't even think of things anymore. You know, I, I want a 20, I want a house down south with 20 acres i want a new car and then you just start going into the things and you're like i don't even know 300. i mean what are we talking about here but then as you start going he says once you get to 75 you'll be stuck i was stuck at say 15. but you got to make 300 of them and you have to read it every single day and then after a year you see what you have actually accomplished and i have to tell you i have 18 of them now and i and i keep looking at it and it drives me now to the point that, man, I, I'm now I see the goal that I want. So now it's almost as if there's accountability attached to it. And it really has done something to me. So I really suggest that you try it. It's called a vision board. Just Google Steve Harvey vision board. And he says it on one of these videos that he's, that he's on. And, and it's not just audio. So you actually see him. But it's, it, it really is. It's amazing. And so there's a verse in the Bible, scripture in the Bible, that says, you know, ask, you know, if you, if you ask, you shall receive. Steve Harvey says it in a different way. If you don't ask, then you're not getting anything, basically. He says it in the reverse, but means, you know, you know is reciting basically the same scripture. But it really is the truth. You know, you ask God, and you have a purpose with good intentions. See, that's another thing that when you listen to Steve Harvey, he doesn't explain to you. That scripture, because I look deep into it, that scripture, that is true. 
Ask and you shall receive. But there has to be good intentions. Can't just be for yourself. That goes on in, I believe it's the King James uh, scripture or whatever it is, James something. I'm not into the Bible like that. I'm trying, I'm dipping, I'm dabbling, I'm trying. I'm always trying to improve, right? That's the thing, progress with your life. I think that's the number one thing. Because if you're stagnant, you get bored, and then you just, life has zero meaning to it. But every day, if you're progressing and you write down your goals, and that's the thing, you write them down. Once you write them down, there's a t- accountability that gets attached to it. You know, one of the things that I have on my vision board is to learn Spanish. What am I doing? Learn Spanish. Get over with. You could have done this, you know, 10 years ago like this and could have been fluent in Spanish. And I'll tell you right now why I want to be more fluent in Spanish than any other reason. I'll tell you. Because when Spanish people are talking in front of me and think that I don't know Spanish, but I really do know Spanish, it's going to be the best. Because I can then see what they're talking about, and then I can even, if I want, surprise them and let them know, hey, jerk off. You know, Espanol, whatever. I'm kidding. I don't even, I got five words in my vocabulary and what it is. All right, listen, let's get into, I want to get some videos here before we do. Today's show is sponsored by MyPillow and Mike Lindell, MyPillow.com. Be sure to go on the website, promo code TJCS. You get up to 66% off. I don't have to go through the list of things, but the product is absolutely fantastic. All right, this first video here that I want to play, and we'll do a couple of comedy videos here and some crazy videos, and then we'll get into some news and we'll wrap it up. That'll be the show today. But watch this here. Watch this video. I believe it's a flight instructor for some type of, you know, thing that you like um, parachute. I don't even know, but she's on the ground and she thinks that she's going to start running. And I guess they pull her and then she takes off. So she's in the middle of doing the video and she starts talking to us. Watch what happens next. It's crazy. So us teachers would never ask you students to do anything we wouldn't do ourselves. Holy crap! What is happening? I didn't know you were. She's. Oh my god! Yo, that guy in the background, which makes me laugh even more because he says, "What? What's happening? I didn't know you were taking off. You didn't tell us that you were about to do it. That I got to pull the rope. You just start doing things on your own. Maybe that's his out." But watch her face and how hard it hits the crowd. It's crazy. Thank God she got a helmet on, to be honest with you. Here, watch. So us teachers would never ask you students to do anything we wouldn't do ourselves. Oh, holy crap. What is happening? <laughs> that sound effect that she makes, too, is top, it's top, top, top dollar. All right, the next video here. So it looks like these guys, you got guys, you know, hanging out in some apartment or whatever like that, you know, these kids. And one guy is sitting at the end of the mattress and it looks like the heavyset guy is going to jump down so and, and push down onto the mattress so it lifts the guy up. Watch, watch how this guy gets lifted up. It's crazy. I'm going to play it again, but you have to see because when the camera then goes to the right and you see the guy actually in the sky, it's almost like it's in slow motion. How slow he is, but how elevated he is. And then his head, it's whatever. I think it looks like a big DJ speaker or something. Here, I'll play it again. (laughs) 
Oh, I love it. Oh, I don't know. Just something about that. And then, you know, if you're there with one of your friends, you see, you know, that happens. Oh, you see the guy in his head. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right. So here's this other video. Okay. You know, and I, I, I'm, just, I'm just scrolling, right? You know, you go on TikTok, you just start scrolling down. Okay. What do you got? What's going on? What are you doing? If you're in, you know, if I'm taking a dump, I'm on TikTok, right? If I'm waiting in court and I'm in the courtroom and I'm waiting for my case to be called and I know I got like another 15 minutes, scroll. It's on TikTok. So again, some of these things come on and I don't, it's not like I follow these people. That's the crazy thing about TikTok, which I believe is different from Instagram. I'm not following these people, but yet they're feeding me videos that, you know, I, you know, based on, I guess what I like. So here, now here, watch this. You're going to say, oh yeah, this is what you like. This is a video that I like because I think it's amazing. So this is this Asian guy, right? I don't know if he's speaking Chinese, Vietnamese, Korean, who knows? You could have $1 billion in Bitcoin that all I have to do is get it right, right? This answer. And I, there's still no way. It's, it's a crapshoot. If you told me I have to guess whether this guy's speaking Korean, Chinese, Japanese, I have no idea. No clue. I can't even tell the dialect. I can't even tell the difference at all. And he does it at the end. But what you're going to see here in these videos there's three segments, right? And it, the, the kid, this Asian guy, is just, he's showing off his strength in different ways, right? Here's the first way that he's showing off his strength. And I got to tell you, there's no way that I would be able to do this, no matter what. Here, watch. So, you know, obviously you can see on his arms that it looks like it's real. If that guy's strapped up like that, if I have one of them on, I can't get it out. Like, I'm not going to be able to get that out. I, not that I think of without, you know, severely cutting my skin open, my wrists open, let alone eight of them, it looks like. And then I'm going to be able to do that. To me, that is ridiculous. I don't know how he did it. If it's real, it's amazing. Here's the second one, though. Now, you saw that one. This one's a little different here, but really think about it if you can do this, okay? It's gonna have, uh, it looks like a can of soda, full can, and he takes his pinky, and he's gonna puncture it with his pinky. Would you be able to do that? Puncture a can, put your pinky right through? Here, watch. Again, you know, you have to really think about this here. That my bone, my pinky, the bone would pop probably right out. There's no way or I would never be able to do it. Absolutely. I wouldn't even want to try it, to be honest with you, because even if I did do it, I feel like I'd cut my slice my finger open. Then once it's in, I, I mean, I don't know. But that is ridiculous. Now, here's the third one. You saw the bone sitting there the whole time. Let's see what he does with that. Again, $20 million, I could tell you, can't tell you where dialect, but if I had to guess though, what he's saying is, you know, hey, this is what happens if you fuck with, you know, my girl. I'll fuck you up. I can do all these type of things. I don't know what he's saying, but he, it's, it's really crazy. All right, moving on here. 
this next topic. So there's an account on Twitter. It's called Libs of TikTok, right? What is it? Well, it's an account that all it does is play videos that are self-created by liberals. And majority, I believe, they're TikTok videos. And just takes them and then puts them onto Twitter. That's basically the account. So it's not like Libs of TikTok is making any of the content. They're just seeing certain things. They take it and then they post it on their Twitter account. So that's what libs of TikTok is. What are the videos though that you see? Here is some of the libs of TikTok videos that are played. Now, remember what I said. These are real videos by the people that you're going to see. What you're about to see is a complete freak show. And it's what's happening in this country. It's really bananas. Here, watch. I want to talk to the kids. Sometimes human beings are more than boy or girl. Sometimes we're something else. Sometimes we're both. Sometimes um, we kind of float in between. Mostly I feel feminine or non-binary. Today I'm feeling really femme and cat-like as well. Yeah. I didn't have to hide or lie or be embarrassed about a natural function my body does. So all that to say, I am on my period. You heard me. Having a period for the first time in six years, and not just any period, the period from hell. I identify as a threat, a nightmare, and a goddess, so please bow down to me. I do not believe in God, I don't worship the devil, but yes, I am a Satanist, which means I am my own God and I worship myself. So you see those, and you say to yourself, what is this? These are people that are actually in this country, and some of them are actually teaching our children in elementary school, in middle school, whatever, public schools. I think they're ridiculous. I think what that guy, I don't know if that was a guy or a girl at the end, which again, why? Talking about the period. Now, it seems like it was a real guy, but I don't know. Did it, transgen did it transition from a female now to a guy, and now he's considered a guy that has a period, which then you're still not a guy if you have a period because guys can't get their period. But then you're going to have them tell you, no, guys can get their period. And that's when things go, you know, bananas. So there it is. That's what Libs of TikTok takes those kind of videos and plays them. Now, the person who's Libs of TikTok is, wants to remain anonymous. Nobody knows who the person is, right, at all, except until, I believe it's today. The article came out today. In Washington Post, a reporter by the name of Taylor Lorenz, okay? And the headline says, Meet the women behind libs of TikTok, secretly fueling the right's outrage machine. Well, why would it just be, why do you have to be a conservative? Why do you have to be a Republican? Why not just a regular American and see a video like that and be like, hey, what, what's going on? That's a little crazy here. You know, when you're fluiding back and forth or the girl says, I feel like a cat today. Meow. No, no, it's not good. This, what is this? What is this, romper room? What are we playing, make believe? I'm 48 years old. I, I don't need, I don't, that's not what I want teaching my children. What is going on here? Fluiding back and forth and then telling people that you're a guy, but then you get your period or you're not a guy. Oh no, I don't even know what's going on. No, 
parents should have the ability to be like, you know what, I don't want my children around that and being influenced under that. Those are not my beliefs. And these beliefs came out of nowhere. That's the thing too. All of a sudden people are just making up things and now everybody has to just go along with it. And the only reason why this transgender thing is gonna be here to stay and why it got so big the way it is, in my opinion, is because now the, these doctors are making a killing. They're making a fortune with all the transgender mutilation, the, the therapy, the whatever it is, they're you know, giving all of these hormone medicines to them, right? They make a killing. So you gotta go into the doctor's office, even though the pharmaceuticals are making the medications, the doctor, you have to first go to the doctor. It's like, you know, it's, a, it's, it's such a, what's the word that I'm looking for? But how they are in cahoots with all of them, you know, the pharmaceutical, the politician, because the politician's getting money from the big pharma for their campaigns. And then the doctor, of course, who has to then prescribe the medication so they can go to the pharmacy to get it. it they're all together. They're all in it, in on the game together. And because there's so much money in it, it's never going to go away. And this is why they're promoting it as well. Big Pharma, of course, one, they don't care. When they start making this kind of money, these corporations make this kind of money, they don't care what is going on on the outside as long as the money machine is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. What do they care? They live, you know, out in the hills. They live in these mansions that they don't get, they don't see anyone. They don't have to deal with anyone. They don't even have to be around it. And yet, here we are. And this is, in my opinion, why it's becoming so big because there's so much now money involved. All right, let's not let's not kid each other here. Those videos that we saw, we just did, and, and that's just a minute. That's just such a small, small fraction. That's again what libs of TikTok puts on their thing. And then, of course, you have now the Washington Post is basically triggered because the Washington Post and the New York Times is basically, I would you know, it's all about minorities, whatever they write, and it's all about you know, and talk about LGBT, Black Lives Matter, whatever it is, and white man is the devil and a white supremacist. That's what the two papers are about now, right? And that's what almost all of liberals are about, whatever it may be. It's what Hollywood's about, it's what Disney starts now be, has become. So it says in the article, right? So the heading again, meet the women behind libs of, meet the woman behind libs of TikTok, secretly fueling the right's outrage machine. Now, mind you, this person is anonymous, was on Tucker Carlson on other things and always remains anonymous, doesn't want the person's identity being exposed. So it goes on to say this, throughout its increasingly popular posts and despite numerous media appearances, the account has remained anonymous. Exactly, right? Okay. Libs of TikTok is basically acting as a wire service for the broader right-wing media ecosystem, said Ari Drennan, LGBTQ program director for Media Matters. The progressive media watchdog group says, it's been shaping public policy in a real way and affecting teachers the ability to feel safe in their classrooms. Now, if you're teaching this stuff, right, and parents don't want it, then you shouldn't be doing it. You shouldn't be talking about sex, shouldn't be talking about things like that, in my opinion. And where it really gets dicey is when, say you have a gay teacher, male teacher, and he's teaching, he's talking to these children and he starts talking about his personal life 
and how him and his boyfriend, you know, whatever they they're affectionate. Say they go to, you know, they went to the Hamptons together and they went out on date night and everything. And then you start, you know, at a young age, start seeing this. And then it's whether or not the father, you know, the father and mother think that that's okay. In my opinion, I don't want my child to be exposed to that at a young age. Because in my opinion, it should be men and women, women. And that's, that's my opinion. I think that's why God, that's what God created here. Anything else, if you want to do it, that's your business. See, I don't judge. You can do whatever it is you want. Just don't influence my children unless I want it to be. Unless I say it's okay. And if I don't th think it's okay, I don't want it to be around. See, the Washington Post is a propaganda machine for the left. Okay? And they're trying to say here that Libs of TikTok is a propaganda machine for the right. It goes on to say, Shia Ryachik had been working as a real estate person in Brooklyn when, in November of, November of 2020, she created the account that would eventually become Libs of TikTok. So here she is. They exposed her identity now. She never wanted her identity to be exposed. Now her identity is exposed by the Washington Post, right? So you sit there and you could have your way. You think that's cool? Well, you don't think that's cool. Well, the person that exposed her name, Taylor Lorenz, listen to how she feels about people exposing other people online. This is a previous interview she does, and she's talking about Twitter. She talks about social media and being harassed on it. Here, watch. And online online harassment is such a is such a it's such a misnomer. Um, I think it's a huge problem because um, you know harassment is is a is is a, it's a tool to silence people, especially women and people of color, or people mm -hmm. from marginalized um, identities for speaking out and it there's a very intentional like goal behind it it's it's obviously it's death threats and all of that and rape threats on the daily and it's not just twitter it's like every single surface right like you know my cell phone number getting out there people calling people Ugh, harassing my, my family members stalking me like all of that is incredibly terrifying and invasive um terrifying invasive harassing yet she puts out an article today exposing who the person is from libs of TikTok, who the account user is. And isn't it ironic that the account user is a female? So here she is saying what is going on online, exposing and, you know, and harassing females, especially her. She doesn't want her phone number. She doesn't want her personal things going out online, but yet it's okay though for her to do it against another female. The hypocrisy, how people act and how people actually live their lives like this. And this is the left. Just all a bunch of hypocrisy. All a bunch of hypocrites. It's like two separate worlds, what's going on here. Really, it's, it's, it's amazing what the Democrats think. Now, Twitter, speaking of Twitter, everybody's going still crazy because they think that Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, you know, I love Elon Musk. But if he buys it and it goes sour, that's gonna really suck. But do I want him to buy Twitter? Do I want him to have a majority stake ownership, him be the CEO? Absolutely. And the left is going bananas because of it. And what's crazy is they're sitting there saying, well then, you know, you have to censor them because there's gonna be so many crazies out there. Well, what's the definition of crazy? 
Because what I just showed you, that's crazy to me. And that's allowed to be up there, floating, guys saying that they got their period. That's misinformation, disinformation, right? In my opinion, but that's allowed. But I can't say certain things. You could say whatever you want and not get censored because you're a Democrat, you're a liberal, whatever it may be. But if anybody has a difference of opinion, that's not allowed and they have to be canceled and taken out. And that's the Democrat way. So here's Elon Musk. He's at this TED event and he's talking about why he wants to buy Twitter and, and how he thinks free speech and is basically the most fundamental right that we have here in a democracy. Here, listen or watch. I think we, we would want to err on this. If, if in doubt, uh, let 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 the speech let let it exist. Uh, it would have you know if, if it's a you know a, a gray area. I would say let let the, let the tweet exist. I'm not I'm, I'm not saying this is that I have all the answers here, um, but I, I, I do think that we want to be just very reluctant to delete things and and have um, just just be very cautious with 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 perm permanent bans. And a good sign as to whether so, there is free speech is, uh, is, is someone you don't like allowed to say something you don't like? And if that is the case, then we have free speech. Right there. Is someone you don't like allowed to say something you don't like? That's it. And that's the definition, really, of what free speech should be, because that should be allowed. Just because you don't like the person doesn't mean then you could just silence them. It's exactly what Twitter did with the New York Post with Joe Biden and they hated Donald Trump. Now Donald Trump is off the media. But so that's Elon Musk. And I got to tell you something. When I said about Mike Tyson, Tom Brady and Michael Jordan, you could also put Elon Musk there because who's the best at money? It's Elon Musk. Look what else that he's done. SpaceX, PayPal, Tesla. I mean, think about when he goes into the room. Think about going into the room, and no matter who you're with, no matter who, it doesn't matter if it's the Saudi prince, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, doesn't matter who it is. If you are Elon Musk, you walk into the room, nobody has more money than you. You are it. You are that alpha male. Think about that. That's power. That is a lot of power. You can do whatever you want, wherever you want, anytime you want. Doesn't matter. If he really wanted to right now, he could buy 700 acres in Montana in a blink of an eye. Maybe never even step foot on that piece of property in his whole entire life. The property would be totally cared for his entire life and it wouldn't affect his budget one iota. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Now, so you, you saw that, and we're talking about what's happening. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, how Democrats are going crazy on Twitter <clears throat> because of what's going on. So then who has to chime in? <coughs> excuse me. Crazy. Who has to chime in? You know, when you're doing video like this, and it's just live, we don't stop. There's no stoppage here. Right? It's just, it's a continuous flow. There's no stopping. Yeah, you get embarrassed here just choking like this. So anyway, who has to chime in off of Elon Musk wanting to buy Twitter? No other than the racist journalist herself, because that's what she really is, is just a racist journalist, is Joy Reid, who, by the way, hates white people. And the fact that she's allowed to be on TV when you know for a fact how much she hates white people 
it's ridiculous. If you had a, a white person that you knew for a fact hated blacks, you think that they would have a job on TV, MSNBC? No, of course not. Be fired. They'd be, you know, working at a mechanic shop. But anyway, here's Joy Reid. Elon wasn't happy, so he did what he always did and stomped his little feet and insulted Senator Warren, calling her an angry mom and referring to her as Senator Karen. So for so many reasons, being a freeloader and a selfish and disrespectful one, and for misappropriating black vernacular for misogynistic purposes, Elon Musk is the absolute worst. So hold on a second. What I got out of what she just said is at the end there when she says the misappropriation of black vernacular because he called her Karen. So let me, let me ask you this. Is she saying that blacks use that to describe a white person and call her Karen? Because if that's exact, which it is, but she's admitting it now. She's basically saying that blacks are being racist towards whites. And here's the thing, society lets it be okay. Blacks can get away and do whatever they want. There's no accountability at all. And if I was a black American, I would hate what's going on in America because I do not want to be play, being played the victim. I don't want to play the victim. I don't want to be near playing the victim. I want to work for everything that I have. I want nothing handed to me, nothing at all. The only time that I'll accept anything handed to me is if I win lotto. Or of course, if my family, if I had, you know, my mother or father left me a fortune. Okay, what are you gonna do? That's, that's, it gets passed down, that's what you do. I don't have that. I don't even have a mother and father right now. So anyway, anything that got passed to me was around $400,000 in debt. So I have the complete opposite of that. But that being said, here living now, I don't want anything handed. I wanna work, I wanna earn it. I wanna be rewarded for my hard work. That's what being a man is all about, right? Right here, the hungry young man. I love that guy, Christian Migliori. He's a great guy, former cop too. Great job, great job. So anyway, she's talking about the vernacular, saying Karen, again, that's just basically a racist word now being admitted by a black person that black people are doing, but nobody talks about it. It's crazy. It really is. All right. So everyone knows if you watch this show, if you watch me, if you heard me talk, you know, quite some time, I love Tucker Carlson. I think he is the most talented person in cable news. I don't watch it at night. I don't watch news at all anymore. I don't listen to the news. I don't watch the news. The only thing that I do listen to, though, is... Tucker Carlson. I don't watch, listen to Mark Levin anymore. I don't listen to The War Room anymore, Ben Shapiro. I'm done with all of it. Because I just want, you know, I, I, I want what I want. I don't want to be told. I don't want to be, you know, people using propaganda against me. And a lot of times, they're not talented. So I really don't want to listen to it. Tucker Carlson is hands down the best. I don't watch it at night. I listen to it while I'm working out in the morning. So anyway, I'm on Twitter and so I guess somebody retweeted something and it was this video. So Tucker Carlson's coming out with a season two that he does these, you know, these documentaries. And I believe one of them is going to be about male masculinity. Again, the hungry young man. Can't, can't promote this enough. It's available on Amazon. So anyway, here is a trailer 
to the male masculinity documentary that he's going to do. I guess that, you know, we need more real men in this world or in this country, and we're lacking it. And people are demonizing real men, man, a man's man, which his country needs more than ever because without men, there'll be no bridges, there's no country, there's no statues, there's no anything, right? There's no pavement, there's no streets, there's no highways. It's all built by men, but men are the worst. So anyway, man's man. And they're really basically talking about because it was white men that all did them, so they, that's another reason why. They, they label it with that, it's a white supremacist, they hate it. Okay, anyway, like black men can't be men's men, or Korean, or Asian, or Hispanic. It's, it's, so, it's so ridiculous. But that's the left. So anyway, this is the video, though, the trailer to this masculinity. I'm going to play it, and then we're just going to come back and talk about it. You, you, you see it, and you have your own, your own thoughts. Here we go. society collapses then you're in hard times well hard iron sharpens iron as they say and those hard times inevitably produce men who are tough men who are resourceful men who are strong enough to survive and then they go on to re-establish order and so the cycle begins again i have to tell you I was really confused. I thought it was maybe satire or something because that's a really gay video. I don't care what you say. That video, that trailer is filled with gayness. And I want to see all the guy. I, I don't need to see their shirts off the whole time. I don't know what it is. He's charging his penis, right? He's charging his dick. I don't know. He's trying to say that, you know, that's what the, we're the agent or we're saying that we need men's testosterone to be charged. I, I don't know. And testicles. I, I, I have no idea. what. I would love that out without a doubt. I don't need to see two men wrestling like that with their shirts off. That was a little weird. If you want, if anything, put two guys boxing each other. Do that. I'd rather see that. You know, get a guy, a cowboy, you know, uh, riding a horse, you know, and with a lasso doing that, like a wrangler. I'll take that kind of in the video. But all this other stuff, I don't know what's going on. What are you doing? What's going on here? That was a really, and then, you know, I don't know, is he's drinking egg yolk? That's a man's man. I don't know. It looks like he was drinking jizz at first. I don't know what's going on in this video. Completely bananas. Tucker, I love you. But I hope you didn't have a say and you still didn't even see this trailer yet. And if you did, change it up. Get it off the internet immediately. All right. What do we have here? April 19th. If you get a chance, go over to our YouTube channel. Share the show. Subscribe. Right? Comment. Also, if you have, you know, we didn't do a hot girl contest today. But if you have videos on TikTok, if you see hot girls, send them right over. Absolutely. Just send the link. Just email the link over to Joe at the Joe Cozo Show. I'll take a look at it. Let's get some hot girl contests. I mean, you know, I'm on it. And it's, I don't see them all the time. I can't sit there and search for them either. It, 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 you know, messes up the algorithm. It's like I don't have enough hot girls on the algorithm. There, but I didn't see things that I thought were worthy. In my opinion. All right, April 19th, in the books. I'm out. Peace. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, but that wraps it up for another edition of the Joe Cozo Show. <laughs> <laughs>